0: Some big UFC news on today's Splash Plus. A look to round two in the NRO with plenty of late mail emerging. It's Thursday the 15th of March.
1: It's time for your daily dose of Sporting Agenda. Your audio edition of the Fox Sports homepage. The Splash with your host, Phil
0: Pryor. Uh, Welcome in on this Thursday. Thank you for tuning in. We've got a full house in the podcast bunker here at Fox Sports Australia. In the red corner, (laughs) UFC (laughs) presenter and analyst for Fox Sports, Brianna Holden. Welcome in, Brianna.
2: Thank you for having me, Phil
0: and uh, Nathan Ryan to my right uh, of the Fox League uh, digital editorial team.
1: Coming out of the blue corner, I look <laughs> forward to watching Brianna Holden on Fox Sports News 500 every week where she previews <laughs> the latest UFC news with either Elvis
0: Sinocic or
1: uh, Richie Vass. Always yeah, good good viewing, Phil.
2: Richie this week, actually. Richie. Mm. So right,
0: that was to one today. And I believe you were uh, covering some, some breaking news uh, as far as UFC in Australia is concerned, Brie.
2: Yeah, it happened a few hours ago. We thought it, we thought it was going to happen for weeks, but it's been confirmed that Whittaker uh, will be taking on your Romero in mm. Chicago in the end of June, which yeah. is fantastic.
0: And we'll uh, we'll get into that uh, in just a moment. First, some headlines plus a reminder that UniBet's expert edge gives you. The Rugby League stats and insight you need to back more winners this NRL season. Not to mention, offering up a stack of Unibet specials every round. Jump on the Unibet website and download the Unibet app. Uh, starting off in cricket, the Proteas will appeal uh, Kagiso Rabada's two-test suspension following the fiery fast bowlers. Uh, Misdemeanor in Port Elizabeth. Uh, in NRL, Panthers recruit James Maloney revealed on TV program League Life that he has not spoken to Sharks coach Shane Flanagan since crossing over an interesting one there. I might have to speak to Nath <laughs> about that in a moment. Uh, and we've also got plenty of late-mail news, which we'll be discussing shortly. The AFL vows not to abandon Tasmania. Uh, Gil McLaughlin came out uh, with some with a strong speech today. Uh, In boxing, Jeff Horn's super fight with American Terence Crawford uh, needs to be rescheduled. Uh, The American injured his hand in training for the April 14 welterweight title fight. It looks like that might get moved to May 19. And as we mentioned off the top, Aussie Rob Whitaker will return to the octagon in June, making his triumphant return from a nasty health issue that put his... First middleweight title defence on hold. He'll meet Cuban Joel Romero, uh, the victor of the main event on the Perth 2-2-1 card last month, and they'll clash in Chicago, Bree, on June 10. Uh, and but I suppose the preparation for Whitaker will be far from routine in this case.
2: Yeah, um, he's certainly going to have an interesting lead-up. He's playing, uh, fighting rather, in the Commonwealth Games, so that will make mm. things um, a little bit more difficult, I guess, probably, because he's going to be focusing on one thing and he's got to change his focus um, around pretty quickly. But it, it's it's not exactly like he's going from uh, weightlifting to you know, <laughs> fighting. So a lot of it Not will probably... From rugby there. league to yeah. well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> So there will be a lot of a lot of um, similar prep. But, um, yeah, mentally, he's, he's going to have a shorter sort of mental camp, I guess, which is always interesting as well. Um, yeah. But true yeah. professional. He, he's been thinking about this fight for a long time. So I imagine he knows exactly what he's going to get in there and do.
1: Yeah, I, c- I certainly hope that he's, he's well across what Yoel Romero is <laughs> going to bring because he, he's a scary human. You look yeah. past the fact that he's a mountain of muscle... He hits bloody hard. Like he's just an absolute beast. And my my fear for Rob is as great a fighter as as he is. I think there's a real X factor about Joel Romero. There's just that something that you can't put your your mm. hands on. And yeah. uh, when when Rob won the title, it was it was an incredible victory. But I just fear that Yoel can. Just add add a little something extra that Rob probably hasn't experienced before. So I, I go into this fight genuinely worried for him. I, if I'm Rob Whitaker, I'm I'm probably easing back on the Commonwealth Games and, and looking at withdrawing because I you know I've won my UFC title. This is the first title defence. I want to give it give it every opportunity that I can. I'm genuinely concerned.
2: I guess also to to add to that, um, you know, obviously Romero um, Romero Whitaker was. Um, Injured for most of his fight with Romero when he won the interim title, so there's there's that if he can get it done. He's on
0: one leg. Basically, yeah. Yeah. So if he can
2: get it done on one leg um, and get a a decision win where he came here, he came towards the end of the fight so strong. Mm. Um, I think that that's always an advantage. But to your point, um, you've got, adding to the fact that they've, they've fought before and Rob's Takedown defense was so impressive. It was. That's yeah. something that Romero is going to be focusing on and 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 looking to make sure that he can eliminate that. Um, and it's it's always that there's not as much an element of surprise in Rob's strongest um, category against someone like Romero. So it's, it's it is is massive ta- uh, test for Whitaker, but I think he can get the job done.
0: Whitaker was uh, quoted as saying, as this news came out, "What better way to prepare for Romero uh, in in." Reference to the Commonwealth Games, yeah. um, so I suppose uh, you know being uh, being in peak wrestling condition will help him get over Romero. It, it plays in the in the tactics, but I think the size advantage he mm. needs
1: to be grappling with people. Romero's build, yeah, and Romero has a very unique build. That's where my idea of giving the, the Commonwealth Games a, a little brush to the <laughs> side. Yeah, Romero's a, a very unique uh, you mean character. A
0: unique build that stopped him from making weight uh, for the two-two-one fight with Luke Rockhold. This,
1: this is true, and it actually really got under my goat. Um, <laughs> the fact that they were they were fighting for an interim title when um, when he didn't make weight, and, and obviously won, he didn't get the interim title. So he also got. Um, you know, slashed his, his purse as, as well. So there's punishment on, on that side, but he still has been rewarded with the title fight, and that, that bothers me.
2: Yeah, it's bothered you know, Luke, quite, Luke quite a few people. Luke Rockhold did,
1: did the right thing, did everything above board, lost the match, and now he goes back down the pecking order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: It, interestingly, too, quite a few people have said that and have said that since he didn't make weight, this shouldn't be his opportunity. Rockhold probably should me. be yeah. getting an opportunity, and in particularly uh, a lot of people have said, what about, Chris Weidman and Kelvin Gastelum, both of these guys, are in the middleweight division and have been fighting well mm. um, for them Weidman's to then, a
1: former champion his, his name should be in the mix
2: yeah but then I guess the matchup between Romero and Whitaker is, is pretty uh, stylistically it's such an enticing matchup and a lot of people uh, want to see this one and so I think it's, it's a case of the UFC giving the people what they want um, in terms of that, that sort of matchup that is UFC right yeah <laughs> as opposed yeah. to um, as opposed to necessarily looking at, at what's fair mm. um, we could but, do a,
1: an entire different podcast on <laughs> rankings and, <laughs> yeah exactly.
2: Exactly, but um, yeah, no. Rockhold himself in particular will be feeling very pissed off about um this matchup.
0: And and finally, before we switch over to some rugby league chat, uh, Ronda Rousey. That there was something in the in the news today about about her. I suppose officially. Uh, leaving the UFC, of course, with her uh, WWE commitments moving forward.
1: Yeah, exciting time for WWE. It's yeah. the uh, the boost in the arm that <laughs> that they've needed. Ronda's signed an exclusive deal, a a, a couple of
0: years commitment. What, can I ask what kind of money are we looking at for, for this deal? So I'm uh, as a full
1: time. It, um, it is a full time deal. So I'm heading to New Orleans in three weeks as as part of uh, WrestleMania, going over yeah. for for Fox Sports. How'd you get that gig? WWE. <laughs> and I have a have a long uh, healthy relationship wow. that I'm really enjoying at the moment <laughs> so uh, that's one of the questions that I, I plan on getting answered whether that's yeah. with Rhonda herself or WWE officials I dare say we're looking at that million dollar vicinity she will be the highest paid female talent that the WWE has um,
0: but, I th- I but thought, I'm looking I for thought, specifics yeah well I thought we're looking at much more than a million considering what she's going to be bringing the, in the company in the next couple of years, I would have thought.
2: Yeah, definitely and she's also come out and said that, that that's it, like the the likelihood of her returning mm. to the UFC is pretty much zero now yeah, yeah. Um, that she's fully committed to, to doing the WWE thing yeah. um, and as you said, she's such a massive draw card. like mm. she she made a lot of people into UFC fans and who's to say that her, her pulling capacity isn't going to do the exact same thing for WWE?
1: I think that's, that's the unknown I, I'd be surprised if she's on much more than around that million dollar okay. a, a year wow. mark there'll there'll be uh, added incentives she'll get um, commission for uh, t-shirt sales any sort of merchandise uh, there'll be bonuses for if she headlines certain pay, pay-per-views yeah, yeah so her earning capacity is is quite broad uh, she also still has a number of movie projects that she's committed <laughs> That's to, true. so yeah. she will come and come and go uh, throughout the the WWE sphere. But in terms of going back to the UFC, I don't see any point in her going back. She's achieved so much. Yeah, yeah. Two losses, all it would do, another loss would completely damage her legacy. Yeah. From a WWE perspective, it would have been far more lucrative if she was still undefeated and left oh, UFC at the course. top. Yeah. But coming in with two losses. You know that that credibility, that um, that X factor, it's been diminished. A, a Does that bit. mean
2: she's going to be losing to Brie Bella then? Or
0: I, I certainly wouldn't expect her to uh, go on any losing run in WWE <laughs> anytime soon. Maybe she should hire uh, Nick Politis to sort out some third party uh, arrangements. You said it, not me. I'll leave that to you, Phil. <laughs> on that note, we'll cross over. <laughs> NRL break. Do you want to? Thank you for joining today's Splash. All
2: right. I'll see you guys next
0: time. (laughs) She was just telling me
1: how excited she was to talk a bit of rugby league. You've kicked her out, Phil. No, she's a busy, Uh, busy girl. I've
0: I've got to let her go. Uh, Thank you very much to uh, Brianna Holden there, Uh, Nathan Ryan. Hear that mic drop? She's out. (laughs) Plenty of late-mail news uh, to discuss, um, but I'll start with something which is sort of at the top uh, of the Fox Sports website at the moment. Wayne Bennett coming out and admitting he probably made a selection error in the, the season opener uh, last week against when, of course, the Broncos got completely smashed by the Dragons. Yeah. Um, it's not often that we see Wayne
1: Bennett so candid in admitting that he made a mistake. He mm. said that uh, if he could have his time over, he wouldn't have put Sam Thiday in the starting hooker role. It's a role that... He's played many times before, spent um, yeah, plenty of, of time last year playing hooker and did so pretty comfortably, but um, it, it backfired in, in round one. They looked really disjointed, the Broncos. Sam wasn't sure which way to go, whether he's passing left or right. Some of his service out of dummy half was very sloppy. Yeah. So, uh, Andrew McCulloch, he, he is back from an ACL injury. He will start the game. On Friday night against the Cowboys, it's a massive boost yeah. for the Cowboys oh, uh, for, for the Broncos. Big time, yeah. And uh, and credit to Wayne for for putting his hand up. His team's copped a lot of mm, criticism. Maybe through. a new media strategy.
0: Ma- maybe it is.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you make a mistake, you own it. And in the scheme of things, it's round one. So if you can own any mistake, you may as well own that one in the in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Well, of
0: course, the the Broncos media team have been. Uh, in hot water for quite some time now over the Matt Lodge thing and Wayne Bennett uh, going back to last season as well. Nath, uh, two big-name Queensland halves uh, have been uh, at the forefront of late male news this week, plus a third uh, wannabe Queensland half as well. (laughs) Um, I'm going to let you decide which is the biggest story and where we should uh, be kicking off our chat here. Uh, Let's kick things off with uh, the Cowboys-Broncos, as we were just
1: touching on. So the big news is uh, Michael Morgan has been ruled out. Uh, Paul Green has confirmed this afternoon that uh, he won't roll the dice with with Michael Morgan. His uh, abdominal strain is still causing him a bit of discomfort. And the way that Paul Green explained it was Michael could play, but Mm. the recovery time as a result of this injury would put him in doubt for mm. round three. Mm. So why not just wait the week? They have a winning combination there mm. with Tamari Martin and Jonathan Thurston. Yeah. They got the job done last week in yeah. Jonathan's 300th game. So they'll uh, they'll stay the course, give Michael that extra couple of days recovery, and, and he'll be back and ready to go round three.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it was Thurston out, then... You might have to reconsider, but. but
1: on the flip side, you know, if it's
0: if it's Thurston
1: out and Morgan's playing, Morgan Tamari Martin spent you know the that's season a, that's playing a, together. A grand final combination. It, it is indeed. It is indeed. <laughs> as, as as much as we um you know can joke about it, they, that's that's the facts. So yeah, uh, the Cowboys are very blessed uh, with with their roster and the depth that they have. Oh, uh, yeah. I think they're primed it's for a massive year.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, uh which was something we mentioned on the on the oh well something you and Ben Iken touched on on the Market Watch podcast of course yesterday, which was uh I thought a really fascinating uh episode. You had uh Storm re- uh recruitment manager Paul Bunn yep. on. Uh give us a, a very brief rundown of that. Uh, a bit of
1: insight into what goes into uh, the Storm's process of, of recruiting from talent identification to the research they do in a in a prospective recruit, then the interview process, bringing them in. If you're interested in contract news and, and the the inner workings of how the Melbourne Storm go about their business. Mm. It's a really good podcast to, yeah. to listen to because there's quite a few interesting stories and, yeah. and the, and the work that the Storm go into uh, finding a player, the story yeah, on, yeah. on vunavalu um, That was a, it was a cracker, that was crazy, yeah, yeah. And we don't want to ruin it for for the listeners out just to so. tease, yeah. So if you if you're a Storm fan, if you're a rugby league fan, and and enjoy watching Suliasi Vunavalu, the tale about how he was discovered is is one worth listening to.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, one of those other Queensland half halfbacks, which I teased before, Luke Keary, mm. uh, the Roosters 5'8", Of course, he missed the season opener against the Tigers last week. Yay or nay this week. Yay
1: for the New South Welshman.
0: Uh, <laughs> the uh, wannabe Queenslander. He
1: will play. Um, Trent Robinson has has confirmed that. Uh, the the jaw has healed. The greater concussion concern, symptoms. yeah, were the were the lingering concussion symptoms. Those headaches are gone. Yeah. He could have played last week. They decided to err on the side of caution. Definitely played safe. The team took a hit. Uh, but he's back now. The entire new spine will take the field together for the first time and really looking forward to see how not only Luke Keary and Cooper Cronk combine, but what they can do in and around the ruck with yeah. James Tedesco running off them.
0: Uh, Ash Taylor is the third halfback on the agenda as Nathan Ryan has to immediately leave the building. He's taking what I believe to must be a, an important phone call. The Titans' halfback, Missed training Wednesday, but it does look as though he'll play. Uh, We were about to wrap up the splash anyway, so that is my cue. Thank you very much to league reporter Nathan Ryan for joining today's splash. Now, don't forget, get the expert edge today. Visit unibet.com.au or download the Unibet app. Uh, If you have any more rugby league questions jump on the Late Mail blog. I normally blog on a Tuesday and Thursday from about 2pm onwards. Any rugby league questions, head to there. Uh, and, of course, on Twitter, at Phil underscore Prior. Uh, that'll do us on this Thursday. It's been a big week on the Splash. That's a wrap. <laughs>